Hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Perspectives Discussions. Today, we are going to talk about black men in leadership. Um, essentially, the reason why we're talking about this today is because, of course, this hasn't been a topic that's going on for years. But a lot of big discussions about it lately. So we're just going to touch up on it. Got three lovely people here today. Of course, as always, it's me here, your boy, Zach, hosting as usual. And to my left, I have, I have here the lovely... Jay. And uh, Keith, do you remember me? I'm back now, so. He's back after a hiatus. Right. <laughs> and Adina. And Adina, all right, all right. So, um, just to go ahead and hop right into the conversation here. Like, what's going on with black with black men in leadership? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is there some improvements? What are your general beliefs in regards to that? Just to go ahead and get the conversation started. I think we need to specify um, leadership, where are we talking about in the community? Are we talking about in family roles? Well, mm-hmm. I would say like in general, both the community and the family. Because to me, I always thought like family itself was a part of the community, just a smaller portion of it. So, we're we talking about the idea of leadership, just the idea of leadership in general. Yeah, the idea of leadership in general. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Can't answer that right now. <laughs> well, there's definitely room for improvement. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Always. Like, so, like, is, do we need to do better? Like, how can we do better? Like, what's well? I guess I should start off with what's the issue? Why is, is there a need of improvement? Mm-hmm. Well, you can see with the younger generation where the lack of leadership over the years has been watered down, and mm-hmm. we have some wild. <laughs> you can say we got some wild kids. Got wild kids, young adults, <laughs> and everyone always says. You know, what's wrong with this generation? And it's like, well, you guys raised them. So you got to put that in perspective. So I think it's the leadership for the community definitely starts in at home. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, it just seems like when a lot of older people, at least in my experience, ask the question, what's wrong with these kids? And I look, I look at them and say, y'all raised them. <laughs> like, what's the deal, you know? Um, it's definitely like... I'll say this, it's definitely an interesting generation nowadays because, you know, most of us want to, want that traditionalism, but it don't seem like they're being raised with that, it seems like they're just doing whatever. And of course, we could blame, like, the broken households, we can blame just parents not doing what they need to do. I know just to bring it back over to black men, it just seems like most of us are either incarcerated or don't want to be at home, you know? Um, even though our relationship is way better now, for most of my life, my dad was absent, you know, like especially during my teenage years. But of course, you know, our relationship is way better now than it was back then. She's one of my favorite people in the world. But, you know, to experience that missing parent, like that person who's supposed to be a leader and supposed to be the foundation of your household, is just... It it leaves you missing with, like, quite a few things. Some people can disagree with me, but I think having both parents in a household helps. At least, particularly as someone who is a male, having that male figure as who is supposed to be your North Star your guide to how life's supposed to work. You know, I had to figure out a whole lot of stuff on my own and still figure out a lot of stuff. But now this time around, I have my dad here to help me. So it just, uh, that, that, that is definitely beneficial. So, I mean, what is it like? Well, actually, did you want to comment on it? Or did sure. you want to? I mean, feel free to talk. Like, this <laughs> isn't. Yeah, we just didn't yeah, want to. Yeah, this is what This is what Come on. I think ultimately, if we're looking at um, community leadership, 
the ones that have historically been the ones that we look to um, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton um, what's that guy's name who I don't like Roland Martin Roland Martin <laughs> um, <laughs> Dr. Boyce Watkins mm. um, there are so many that um, have a platform that I believe some young men may look up to but um I think ultimately what she said is accurate if it's not taught in the home, like if it doesn't start in the home, mm -hmm. um, then there's always going to be that lack. There's always going to be that um, either that young man or that young lady looking for the other part of the paradigm that's missing. Like, okay, so you want your father to be there or you want that male role model to be there, but that person is not there for whatever reason. Yeah. And children look up to us like you can't be a do as I say, not as I do parent you can't be a do as I say not as I do like adult like in general because our children are always going to look at what they see us do yeah. and not what we tell them to do that was a, like for me I'll use myself as an example mm -hmm. my mom would say don't do this and my dad would say don't do this but then I would see them doing that same thing and I would get demonized for it and I'm like but you do this all the time like how are you slamming me for something that you emulate you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like that that whole diagram. But to go back to the original point, I feel like some of them have sold out the back, black community. And I think mm -hmm. initially it may have started out as um, the intention was to be a voice or to be a revolutionary in a time where, you know, because how old is so when they started, I think initially at that time, it was something. Um, that was definitely needed. But I think over time as they began to make money and to be able to profit from it, that it became more about the profit than the people, yeah. if that makes sense. And yeah. I think there are there are smaller community, smaller leaders in the community that are doing the work, mm -hmm. but they don't get that acknowledgement. But they're doing it because it's something that they really believe in and they really believe that that they want to be the change that they want to see in their yeah. community and in the world. So I remember, um, I mean, Keith had a conversation about this where Roland Martin brought that young gentleman on the, on his uh, show mm -hmm. and he was the one who like opened up the school in his uh, neighborhood and he was doing all of these good things and he tried to like blast them like, well, well what about, well, you say that, you, that, that um, they shouldn't look to the government for funding and blah, blah, blah. And he was like literally trying to tell this young man down and he held his own. He didn't get disrespectful. When he would try to say something, you know, Rolamar would start talking over him and he would just be quiet and he would let him finish his point and then he would come back, you know, and give him the facts instead of what he was trying to paint it to be. I think we need more like him because ultimately, at the end of the day, it, it is about you being the change you want to see. Introduce yourself. Some ordinary guy. Um, so, yeah, the issues, if we're talking about leadership and we're talking about the black community, there are, it's, it's numerous, numerous issues that need to be addressed. Let's go back to the family issue. In the past, marriage was something that was actually required in a lot of situations. And I started looking at even back in the early 1900s, marriage was something required if you wanted a family, if you wanted to have sex, if you actually wanted to build a relationship with somebody for a long time. Also, uh, for men at the time, because back in the early 1900s, women really didn't have rights like that in order for men to get certain positions, in order to get, you know, um, promotions and stuff like that. 
Believe it or not, you had to actually be married. And even when it came to social status, you had to be married. What's going on now is that that is no longer something that's required. So it is acceptable to have children out of the wedlock. And within the black community, currently, statistically, from what I've seen, 70% of households are raised by single uh, single, um, parents. 86% of those are women. And I've always been the type of person that's like, you know, it takes a village to raise a child because the problem is that when you only have one perspective um, and that child only has that perspective to pull from, the child doesn't really get a chance to really experience much, it's not really exposed much, and it causes issues. We can talk about the fathers not being around and all that stuff. That's a whole other topic in itself. But with so many families, just single parents, it's kind of like a complete that's broken family units now so what are we to expect when the family units are broken right now because the children has been known even statistically with that most children that grow up um in single families have some type of issues me unfortunately my father ended up getting killed in an unfortunate situation he was trying to actually protect his family and it didn't work out but um I had my mother, and my mother did everything she could to raise me. But as I got older, I did realize there was a lot that she just did not have the ability to teach me and things that I had to actually learn on my own. And because I didn't have anyone else around, any other positive role models, I'm not going to say male necessarily, even though I do believe that it would have been better if I had some male role models. But yeah, um, it got to the point where a few times, I just was in complete despair. I was depressed, had nobody to turn to, had nobody to really talk to about anything that was going on. And that's something else that happens with these young people. And these young people, some of them don't get out of the situation. Me, luckily, I did find some people who kind of helped me get out of that mind space. But what about the other ones that don't? Yeah. So just something to think about there. And then when we're talking about influencers on top of it too, uh, everybody's on social media nowadays, mm-hmm. period. Um, I honestly, will, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think Boyce Watkins and any of these people, most of these people paying attention to. Most of these people are paying attention to what they see online, especially mm-hmm. the kids. Kids mm-hmm. are plugged in. They come out the moon with an iPad now. Yes. Practically, yeah. So, with that being said, <laughs> like, they're influences of what they see online. Yeah. And the question becomes, who are these people that they're actually, like, you know, tailor- tailoring themselves to, you yeah. know, or to actually be like? So, I mean, just those situations alone, until something can be done about that, that's kind of a recipe for a consistent issue. I mean, to add on to what you're saying, it's really dangerous, especially since if you have certain parents missing from the household. Mm-hmm. Again, since I'm a male, I'll go with the whole male example, right? So, if I'm a, a guy, let's say I'm 14, 15, or whatever, teenager, didn't grow up with a dad, only will grow up with the mom. If I'm on social media, which again, like he said, most of these younger people are, I'm gonna look at the, the male influencer that's on TikTok, that's on YouTube, that's on your social media, right? And try to because that's relatable to you. Exactly, that's relatable. And on top of that, guess what? He probably got stuff that I want. He probably got money, mm. power, influence, the appearance, winning. <laughs> exactly. And as for men, ooh, let me add this, and y'all, y'all correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah. As for men, 
since our main goal is to attract you all, mm-hmm. if we're seeing somebody else who's getting the women, yep. it does not matter how they're getting the women. Mm-hmm. It could be legal or illegal. But if they're getting the women, as a young man, I'm going to think that's what I need to do to get you all's attention. To add on top of that, too, you know, we talked about the women. Let's talk about the money, right? As men, we're taught to, you know, handle our business, taught to take care of our families, right? A part of that is having money. So, again, I'm 14, 15, seeing this dude over here with not only women but with money as well in a nice house with a nice car, whether it's fake or not. I'm going to f- be influenced by him, right? Because he's the sci- she's the shining example of what I want to be. You know? So, hey, Bills. Got it. Because yeah. that's ultimately what that is. <laughs> yeah, most I of mean, those cars are leased. You know, some people yeah, are on their mortgages. It's, it's the appearance. And it's never... That's the point. Yeah. Paying attention when you're that young, you're happen. not yeah. paying attention to, oh, it's just the appearance. It's yeah. not real. We're growing up, or, you know, folks are growing up. With the social media looking at it thinking everything's real yeah you know that's true social media has such a it's a double-edged sword I mean, because on the one hand you can be so successful with it and really be successful too, yeah you could photoshop a background of the car that's and very true you don't even need to have yeah. it to fake leases right y'all remember the bow wow challenge <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, actually, I saw that happen like live as it was going. Like, I saw Bow Wow make his post. I followed him on Instagram, uh-huh. and then I saw the guy like underneath him saying, "Hey, he's not on the plane. Right, <laughs> right. He's, I'm sitting right. right behind him. Right, right. And he blocked me because I commented on that when they were doing oh, the live right. with him. I was like, dude, you was not on no private jet. No, you, you was not. He, he blocked me on social. He blocked yeah. me on his Instagram. I How was crying. How much time does he have to block me? That's all the comments to get to. Comment, like, ah, I'm like, how many people comment when you got the time to actually block? That's, that's like, just always, how you don't have that. Lack of leadership, right there. Yeah. Your time can be used somewhere else. I always find that yeah. funny when celebrities just block like normal people. It's like, really, I bugged you that much? Right. <laughs> like, that makes that can make me feel like I have some kind of power. Mm-hmm. But to bring it back to just the leadership portion of it, I guess, actually, I know for a fact that's why. Having men in leadership is so important because you need those power, those like positive influences that are real, especially in this day and age. Because be honest with you, and I ain't trying to scare no parents out there or nothing. So forgive me, but you know these guys on these social medias, unless they're like super positive, like they're gonna lead your child astray yeah. with all this fakeness. Again, I love my boy Derek Jackson, but so I know. Yeah, like that's uh, a. Yeah, that whole debacle was hilarious. I share what what I always do. I always share the definition, the dictionary definition. Leadership. This man using Google. This is using technology. (laughs) The action of leading a group of people or an organization. Mm. Different styles of leadership. The state or position of being a leader. The leadership of a party. The leader. The leaders of an organization, country, etc. Uh, okay, that's enough of that. So I'm just I'm just putting that out there to, to keep us um, focused, I guess. So I mean, it's good to have a solid definition of leadership. Leadership, yeah. yeah. And right now we're talking about the families. We're talking about sorry. Sorry. influencers, mm-hmm. right? So well, how much day? do you? Oh, I was about to say, how much you would you think um, the mindset would shift 
as far as if marriage was more of a, a goal, a priority, a priority, and the man leading in the, the marriage because it well, starts there, and then you have the family. We, we mentioned we mentioned Kevin uh, Samuels before. He talks about marriage all the time. We, we mentioned Boyce yeah. Watkins. He talks about marriage all the time. Mm-hmm. What you know? What do we think about it? What what emphasis are we going to put on it? Um, well, here's the thing in regards to marriage, which is which is which is what I'm I've observed since I was a kid. Uh, well, per, my personal beliefs out there for like the fifty-seventh time. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in marriage. I still have hope for it. You just need to do it with somebody that's willing to work with you and be an actual partner. That's Wait, me personally. Uh-huh, Thirty. Okay. Continue. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, it, well, I, the reason why I asked you that is because it, uh, at least what I've observed recently, is that younger people are more inclined. Mm-hmm. To be open to the idea of marriage as opposed to people who have been married before and have already done that. So it's kind of like with younger people, it's it's refreshing to see that because mm-hmm. unfortunately, a lot of older people do not see marriage in that dynamic, especially if you've been married before. There's always that like, okay, that was that was great when it was yeah. great. And it's, you know, yeah. Yeah, cause I, I so are you see. coming from a perspective of being married before? I was married for 13 years. Yeah, okay. I was married for oh, yeah. 12. Yeah, see, that's a long time. I have an unpopular opinion when it comes to marriage. I always marriage. have unpopular opinions. Of course. Everything. This man is never happy. As far as marriage <laughs> nowadays, because didn't we, we had a small conversation about that. We had a whole podcast. Because yeah, I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, no, but the point that I was making is that mm-hmm. I find it interesting that people, you know, are looking at things as far as how things work nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um. But still trying to, I guess, follow old values or traditions, which is interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And the reason is different in my mind because mm-hmm. the stories I heard about my mother and my father, lots of opportunities came out of that because of their dynamic. What happened was if my mother wasn't doing well, my father would pick up the slack and vice versa. If my father wasn't doing well, my mother would pick up the slack. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I couldn't even begin to explain to you all the type of stuff. Um, they were in the music industry. They were actually doing good. Um, because of that, they met some really, you know, big people. I remember at the time, Quincy Jones, The Temptations, all type of stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they had a restaurant business and all type of stuff. But because of that dynamic, it actually gave them lots of opportunities and things were actually working out. Mm-hmm. And I hear a lot of people nowadays, because both the men and the women, I don't agree, when they're like, oh, okay, well, the man's supposed to have a role, a woman's supposed to have a role. Women are not doing the same thing that they used to do back in the day. Y'all are actually going to school more, graduating more. Y'all are making more money nowadays, et cetera, et cetera. So the dynamic has changed where you all are in position to actually be able, be able to be serious support systems yourselves. But a lot of women I speak to are not interested in being a support system in that way. But they're more interested in finding somebody who is, what I hear, making as much or more than they are. And that seems like the only thing that really matters as far as getting married or the relationship is concerned. And that's the thing I've heard it a lot. A lot of I've heard it amongst my friends. I've heard it online. And it seems to be a pretty popular thing, especially with the younger ones. The ones in their 20s, this is almost a majority of where they are. That's again, that social media influence, though, because if you're if you're living your life and social media is but a modicum of what happens in your day, then you're able to separate from what everybody else thinks or believes 
and what you actually feel and what you're looking for. Now, personally, I don't need a man that makes a lot of money. I'm not. That's not my. That's not my goal. That's not my interest. I want someone and don't get me who wrong. can balance it's me out. It's nothing wrong with that, right? But it is because, and this is the reason why I say that. What's wrong with there's something wrong with a guy making a lot of money? No. There's something wrong with pursuing a guy who makes a lot of money simply because he makes a lot of money. If your whole goal is to be in a relationship with someone who you feel is going to be able to take care of you financially, why are you in the relationship? The relationship, there are so many facets to a relationship that people do not look at because the only thing they're concerned about is whether or not this person is a so-called high value man or someone who makes a lot of money. And then they get with these guys and they turn out to be moralless. Like they have no morals. Their value is centered around them making a lot of money. Like they don't have a personality because the only thing they're concerned about is making a lot of money. They're not really looking to build on that. Some of them are, but a lot of guys who are looking at that, looking at it, from the perspective of, oh, I make a lot of money. I could be with whoever I want to. And some women look at it like that as well. Like, well, I have, you know, this shape. I have, you know, whatever it is that they've, if they've done things to modify their body or if they're naturally, you know, the, the, right, naturally endowed, right? <laughs> That's a good, good one, Pete. Um, if they're naturally endowed, you know, they have that perception as well. Nobody's really looking at relationships to relate. Mm. Relationships are about relating. This person is mirroring you and how you love yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about what people are making it about. And that's where the disconnect is because it's, it's not about relating. So one thing I want to address actually is what you said is the fact that like, like pursuing a man with money should not be the only thing you look for because they can be selfish or whatnot. Um, what if that's all I want? What if I just want a man to take care of me with his finances and that's it? Because some women actually do want that. Some people, that is their relationship. Is that a bad thing? It is. Where's your growth? What are you getting from that? I'm getting money. But I'm to be fair. I'm going to be a fair, devil's advocate and say marriage is te- part business move too. But to Marriage be is fair, all business ultimately. To be fair here. It's all business, but people don't If know you that. are in a position in which you don't have to do anything, then why would you? Well, you don't have to do anything as far as like work or anything like that. Once again... Unpopular opinion, controversial when you call it. You all inherently do not have to go through the same thing that men do. And the prettier you, that you are, because there is such thing as handsome privilege, a pretty privilege, <laughs> um, you can get away with a lot more through life. So a lot of women. Give me an example of that. Because a lot of women, just by you all's existence and because of society, don't have to worry about situations as much because it's always going to be some man around. Period. Okay, but give me an example of that. When you say of what? pretty, of when you say pretty privilege, and that some women because of their because of their beauty that they don't have to do as much or they won't have to go through Instagram, as much. Give me OnlyFans. You no, have no. I mean, but give me an example of that. When you say that, what are you saying? Like, oh, so because this woman is attractive that they don't have to do as much or they Instagram, don't have to OnlyFans. <laughs> Well, so you have men that they're nat- they want to have pretty women around them, so they right. will naturally do more for the pretty woman. You can see things in just something as small as I open the door for this woman compared to somebody else that they don't find as attractive that they're not going to open the door. I mean, it's as small as that, but it grows into, you know, you go to a restaurant and they, oh, I, I have your, your meal that grows into like, oh, you can come live with me. You know, mm-hmm. it, it goes to that extreme. 
And it's kind of that whole like uh, validation of I have this pretty woman on the arm that some men are willing to pay for that. Uh-huh. Yo, now see, I would look at you just, and say that you're very attractive. Has that been your experience? Where there, where there, yeah, where there have been things that you realize happen for you because of your beauty. I feel like I would get attention or um, or something like buying a drink at, as simple as that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I experienced pretty privilege. Okay. Just, I wanted to add on what you just said. There are some guys, it doesn't even matter. They'll just do it, just do it. Or they'll just, it's not even about being on the arm. Just, they feel like either if you're acknowledging them, because this is what everybody calls a simp or the orbiter or whatever you want to call the orbiter is usually the guy. I might who, have a galaxy or something. I don't know. Yeah. So the orbiter, because it actually could be guy or girl, but it's usually guys. Guys who tend to like a woman, but the woman has either put them in a friend zone or shown that they're just not interested in the guy. And the guy basically still says, maybe I'll have a chance and will consistently stick around as close as possible the entire time. In hopes that something will something will happen, where that opportunity will open up, that door will open up, so he has a chance. Okay. Man, we've talked about it too. It's like we've seen guys who would sacrifice their whole pantheon of friends, their family, everything, just for the possibility, the possibility, just to text you. And on a personal note, I've had to get rid of guys because I would bring a woman around, and shit, it was like a bloodbath. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like it's like throwing a piece of meat into a like a, a, a lion. bunch of lions. Yeah. It's like I, I still remember. I still actually remember one specific time. It was this really pretty girl I brought around, and at the time it was like a bunch of dudes. I know I brought her around. I literally got to see who my real friends were. Yeah. And here's the these thing. dudes were doing everything they could behind my back to try to get with her. And to bring this back around to leadership, it, it's even worse when it's a leader. Because then he's going to flex his power to get try to get at that woman. So that then you're going to sacrifice not only your friends and family, now you're sacrificing possibly your group of friends, your business, possibly, mm-hmm. just to try and, and I'll be honest, it's ready, not ready to eat for everyone, but eat for explicit, just to try and tap that ass. And I say it like that to be real with you, because once they see a woman that they love... They, they say, hey, fuck the leadership role, or I'll, I'll use my power to try and get at that. You know what I'm saying? And that's a whole other thing in itself. But yeah, you do have some people that, um, when they know they're in a certain position, they yeah. will abuse that just to get what they want. Yeah. So, and they know they're in that position, so they know they can get away with certain things. So, yeah. Keep these. Do you want to talk? You've been quiet. Well, I was gonna get us back onto the leadership role. I mean, I yeah. love, I love this conversation, mind you. But. I mean, it's, 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 it's all related. Me get right. to it. Like, it's all related. Hey, I brought it back around to the leadership. Right, right. Leaders you brought it back to right. So you saw how I was trying. Yeah, thank you. Well, I wanna, I wanna throw, throw something out. Do you think the men lead in in relationships and marriages these days? Like that man that Good leads. Question. That's. I want it's, the male opinions on that one. Right. It's hard to say. Well, I have to. I'd have to only speak on the marriages I've seen. Yeah. Um. And a lot of them, yeah. It, well, no, no, no. I'm going to say it was 50-50. I'm going to say it was 50-50 because a lot of the men didn't really know how to lead. Me, personally, I was married for 12 years. I I led in a certain capacity. I led in a certain capacity as, as in, in a group, in the definition. Did I know how to lead my marriage, per se? 
Maybe seventy percent, maybe. But what does that mean as far as right. lead? That's what I'm trying to get at here. Right. That's, that's why a I was bad, really, what is lead mean? Because I don't like that word. Right. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm the one that's. I'm sorry. Feel like I'm pretty much taking care of a child. You're a grown woman. Right. You have your own decisions. I have my own decisions. Who I'm going to make suggestions, mm-hmm. and if you may not know certain things then I would expect that you would probably listen to some of my suggestions if I happen to be knowledgeable and vice versa. You right. as a woman could have gone to school for something. You could be a chemist. But I don't know something. I'm going to ask you questions. So I'm thinking that it is an exchange. Right, and it is. that's the thing. Not is, you know, the man is supposed to be guiding or whatever and everything. I'm, like, I'm not understanding exactly what that Well, means. I mean, we, but, we all have a role. Well, hold on. Okay, okay go, ahead, go ahead. Real quick. What if that's what she's looking for? What if that's what fits your criteria? I mean, if that's what she's with looking, most for, men, she's looking for. With most like, men, what does that they want to... Well, I mean, with most men, they want to take care of a woman as if she's a child. Not saying that women are children, but I'm just saying... They want to, like... <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like... But like, y'all had a kid's rights. Right. Right. Yeah. That right, because historically, marriages... And this is... I was having the same conversation with one of my... um One of the young women that I mentor back in Dallas, but... We had that conversation. Historically, marriage was about building families. Mm-hmm. So when you can just go and be like, oh, I want to be married. I love you. You're amazing. I know. You're just so handsome. Let's do it. I wish I had a It wasn't about that. What is that? It was not about that. Men have to give like, and in some countries they still do that. Like you have to give like a cow and some land or you have to have, you have to prove that you are going to be able to take care of this woman. Mm -hmm. Because historically the woman, she was a helpmate to the man. It wasn't about... You know, a lot of marriages at that time were arranged marriages. Families were staying within each other so that they could keep the wealth within the family. Yeah. That's what marriage was about. Like, you never saw marriage being mentioned in the Bible. And I always say this to people. When people like, when they have the Bible and that's what they're using as a dynamic, we're going to create these bonds and this. we're going to burn this candle and hop this. I mean, they, they, they combine things that go against what, you know, allegedly what was supposed to be. But you never hear about marriage being spoken about in the Bible. These were man-made things that were created to keep things, certain controls in place in order for things to be the way people wanted them to be. So at the end of the day, you know, like I always tell people, if you know the, the history of the marriage license, the marriage license was created for interracial couples. And see, people don't know this. It was not about, the marriage license was something that people that just went and did previously in that. The marriage license was created so that interracial couples could get married. It was something that was created, again, another control, control piece by those the powers that be. That was something that was created for them to be able to have, you know, folks to be able to do things the way they wanted them to do. So ultimately, you know, if you want to lead in your relationship, you can, but it's not supposed to be about that. The dynamic is always supposed to be, how am I nurturing you? How are you nurturing me? What am I bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? How are we merging that in order for us to be a better version of ourselves? That's what it's supposed to be about. Again, it's about relating. And I mean, it goes back to what I said about my my family. That dynamic worked out for them tremendously because mm-hmm. they played off either they played off of each other's strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to go to go ahead and go back to the whole corruption and leadership thing. One thing actually I want to talk about that you mentioned way earlier in the podcast is the fact that we have like these older leaders, but it seemed like they stole it out. <laughs> somehow some way along the lines which I don't have a lot of examples of that in my brain but again that's 
proper research I need to do, right? Um, in that case, isn't it important, like, now more than ever for, like, all the good men to step up? Because it seems like we don't have a lot of good, like, leaders who are men. It seems like they're just staying in the back or letting, like, these guys do whatever the hell they want to do. Again, someone like Jesse Jackson, right? So, like, someone like him, <clears throat> at one point, yeah, the civil rights movement and all that, he was cool, he's seemingly cool, but now he's been facing a lot of criticisms for a lot of stuff, right? And on top of that, he's getting older, right? Someone's gonna have to take the mantle. So why do it seem like, again, it's something the guys can answer, actually everybody can answer. Um, why do it seem like no influential or no good leaders are popping up in our community at all? <clears throat> I think they're there, they're just not spoken about. But I mean, how can we get them to that point? Because I was reading about the guy the other day, because unfortunately there was an unfortunate incident happening in the area, and one of the guys who's over, um, I believe the organization is called My Hood, My Block, My City, mm-hmm. is um, he was the leader of that. He's a black guy. He was in an unfortunate situation. I didn't know that was an organization, let alone he was the leader of it. Mm-hmm. I've heard nothing about it, and you know my ears are. I'm surrounded by people who work with the community. <clears throat> I haven't yet to hear about this guy at all until I read that article. So, like, what's going on with that? You know, are we not pushing them up like they need to be pushed up? Are we not giving them the spotlight? Because they create organizations that everyone has a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Their name's on the t-shirt, but what's the issue with that, you know? It's supposed to be about doing the work, though, not necessarily mm-hmm. the accolades. Like, if you if they hadn't done an article <clears throat> about those men that stepped up because their children got in trouble at school, did you hear about those black dads? And yeah. they, then once they got involved, they were able to shut down whatever the issue was with their children, but they stepped up to the plate for that. But had they not done an article about that, you wouldn't have known about it. You know what I'm saying? It's good that they spotlighted it, but I think that the best deeds as far as leadership go unspoken. Because it's not about the accolades. It's about doing the work. If you're going to be a leader, you're going to lead by example. That's what leadership is about. Um, You're not doing it for people to tell you that you're doing a good job. You're doing it because it needs to be done. done. I'm going to slightly disagree with that. I do agree with the fact that, yes, these actions need to be done and they're great for the community. I slightly disagree with the fact that they don't need to show their face because a lot of people do need that image, right? Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they shouldn't show their face. I'm saying that... When you are a leader, like natural born leader, you're going to lead regardless of as to whether or not somebody else sees you. People do good. It's when nobody else knows about it that you know that it's a genuine effort. You see what I'm saying? So The ones that matter know about it because they're the ones who are under that person's tutelage or they're the ones who are receiving their leadership and they're the ones whose lives are being affected by it and are able to be better because of that individual who they follow, who they can look to for genuine leadership. The unfortunate part that I have realized is that when you do want to do something bigger uh, and on a larger scale, people do have to actually have something. They have to see what's going on in order to actually be able to, you know, respond properly to it. Because if nobody really knows what's going on, then yeah. But at the same time, I do get what you're saying because we do need more people that's just willing to actually do the work. Because you got too many people that's actually just trying to get recognition or you know, or get money or get, you know, clout chasing or whatever. But real quick, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I say, like, the image, the face of a leader is needed because that's something for people to rally around, you know? No. Like, that's the brand. Like I said, I get yeah. you, like, in order for people to actually respond properly, because some, like, people, like, won't do stuff until they see 
right like something so it could be the image of a person or organization or something whatever the case is yeah so i mean like i said i get i get you on that mm-hmm. but at the same time you just still need more people out here that's just willing to do the work oh yeah definitely like, I agree. What, what, what was the saying we said before like keeping your head down and like you know doing the work oh yeah that's um talk less not more question um i i help help head a community organization in my area <clears> and um what's the name are you gonna promote it Oh, it's lady. It's it's women empowerment. We try to um, target women and children um, mostly. Um, but um, do you see a lot of community engagement? Because I understand we are talking about leadership, but then we also need communities that engage. And yeah. I find that when we do things in our um, the area, me and my other co partner, <clears throat> um, we don't get engagement in that area, but we can do something in the city. We have two hundred people. So, I mean, that could be part of the thing that's affecting leadership, too. It's like if you don't see any or you're not getting an engagement, where's your motivation to keep going? And unfortunately, I've noticed myself that you really have to have certain people in order to actually get people engaged or rally people together and stuff like that. But it really does take a special type of person, or since we're using the word leader, it takes a special type of leader in order to get that engagement, or in order to, uh, you know, get everybody kind of on the same page. And it's not easy. It's not it's easy. Because on top of that, it's like everyone else is trying to do the exact same thing. And then even more so, you have to play the politics game. You have to play the game. You have to play the social game with people. You have to actually put your stuff out there. Play the just hit up some journalists or something, you know what I mean? Like, it takes a lot of marketing and a lot of just recognition and a lot of networking to get to that point. Definitely. I feel like the smaller scale is better. That's mm-hmm. just my personal opinion because I feel like when it does get bigger, that's when the your integrity gets challenged. Mm-hmm. Because now you have more people that are willing to donate to your cause or to try to help you build something and you want to build something great. That's how it always starts. But ultimately, you know, like I said, all of the people that the older, you know, old school leaders that so-called leaders, you know, that we look to, that's how they started. Yeah. But the more, the bigger they became, the bigger, you know, the more their integrity got challenged and the more corrupt they became because it went from them being a voice for their community to them making money. I mean, eventually, so it's like it's a job. hard balance. Yeah, it's a hard balance <laughs> because you know, if you're doing it for the right reasons, like how they say, if you build it, it will come. Mm-hmm. Then it's it's gonna be right. But if you're if you start off that way and it gets bigger, then it it becomes more difficult to control that monster that's being created. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. I, I don't know if I can actually fully agree with you because I know some people who started organizations and they've gotten bigger and they've been able to actually keep the purpose um, behind what they were, you know, trying to do. It just really depends on that person. I agree with you. You have some people whose integrity is definitely challenged when money comes along. Yeah, oh, yeah. Most, people are right. most people are in it because, hey, it's a nonprofit. I get a whole lot of money, a whole lot of donations, right? Yeah. They're in it for the cash. You know? Yeah. Sometimes it, really just, it depends it's on the person. It's about balance all the time. It's always going to be about balance. Yeah. How do you balance your integrity and your popularity at the same time? Um, Just to bring the conversation back to just male leadership real quick you know i just want to talk about like some of the positivity i've seen with male leaders like we point out like the issues with it but you know let's talk about the positive stuff right let's try to be even with this um i've seen some actually let me scoot back a little bit back when i used to work at a nonprofit, right 
you know, I used to work with like all kinds of guys and gals of all kinds of nationalities and races and races or whatever. And but my supervisor, black guy, we had like our own little office out on the west side, right? It was like a team <clears> of three of us. And a lot of people will look towards him in the community for guidance. He helped people find jobs. He helped people with resumes, you know? I was essentially like his I was essentially the computer teacher, but I helped with that as well. But every time they would come through the uh, the building, they would ask for him all the time. But the thing is, the reason why they did ask for him is because they seen him as a leader within the community. Because he would always come out and help people. He's always willing to shake your hand, no matter how you looked, no matter what you did. Hell, it, we had people do weird stuff in the computer lab. But no matter what, he would always come to you and say, hey, what's going on, man? What's happening? And they always looked towards him with that. He was smart, you know what he was doing, and he became actually, even though he was doing it through an organization, he became a pillar of the community, you know. And through that, as did I, you know, everyone came to me as asking, "Hey, can you teach me Microsoft Word, Excel, all this other good stuff?" Right. So to just see that male leader, just to have an influence over the community, just to see multiple people come to him for help, or or, you know, just to come to him just to talk, you know what I mean? People would just sit in his office just to talk for, like, hours on end. You know, like, it was very interesting just to be in that arena and just to see this guy who was cool and him being a leader. And, he, you know, he didn't walk in saying, oh, I'm going to be a leader of this community. He was just his own person. That's it. You know? And then, so, <clears throat> when you see, like, male leaders like that, especially when they're black, because I think everything that we do, when we do it, we do it in excellence, Right? And we're, like, the best at it. Like, seeing him be that kind of leader, you know, was very influential. And he touched a lot of people, helped a lot of people with their life. There was people who didn't have jobs, who didn't want a job. And he changed their mind about it. Now they're making money. Um, and, I mean, just to address the whole leadership thing, yeah. like you said, it is influence. Um, mm -hmm. It has to do with the younger people or people just actually seeing somebody. And right now, I think within our community for us to have more leaders, because unfortunately, especially when it comes to males across the boards, males have been dropping out of society. Mm -hmm. That's another podcast. I don't want to go through all that right now. But um, it has it has not been like just what am I trying to say? It has not been like great influences out here for these young men to follow. So. For those of us who are actually aware, I do feel that we need to do what we can in order to actually build the image to possibly influence some more of the younger people. But I mean, it only, that's the thing. It literally takes the people being aware to actually do it. Yeah, it really so. does. <laughs> it definitely does here. Um, and again, we're battling with people off social media. We're battling with people who hell are around the neighborhood. Because again, we talked about social media, let's talk about like the guys who aren't a good influence around the hood, right? Like, I mean, are involved with games. And, and, I, and I get you, because somebody said before, like you got some people who like, they've been on the block. Like yeah. literally, I didn't even know there was some people in Englewood who never had left Englewood. They didn't even know what downtown But we had that conversation yesterday, <clears throat> me and my homies. Like there are people who live in the city who've never been downtown. But as I said, how I feel, and I don't know, I, and that's the thing, I don't have a solution for that. But how I feel is that it is if the people who that we already have that are aware of the issue actually step up to the plate 
we can have a better outcome. But I just don't know how that will happen. Because you got some people who are aware and they're just not interested mm -hmm. in really doing anything as far as trying to lead like that. You know, as far as trying to do anything community. Heck, some of them barely their families. I hate even saying that. So it's like, what do you do to actually give incentive to the people who can to actually do? Because there's another thing I noticed, too. We got a lot of us in this community in which once we make it, we leave this community. We take our resources and we go somewhere else. To be fair, I can't all the way blame them because some of them probably despise the hood. But I get it. But how will you ever fix that problem if you're consistently taking resources? Like, if you have succeeded in some type of way, you've come from that background, and you take all those resources and just go somewhere else, mm -hmm. how can the problem ever be fixed? And when I say resources, I'm not even talking about just financial. I'm talking about the knowledge and everything else. I mean, at that point, their mindset could be, not my problem no more. I mean, and like I said, said, I get yeah. it, but that doesn't fix anything. It's not their interest to fix it. So, like, I mean, I'm, I'm saying that not to like try to fight against you, but I'm just saying that that's the mentality. No, I get it. So yeah. it's just like it's a perpetual yeah. cycle. Yeah, it's a perpetual it's cycle. A never, it's a never-ending cycle. In order to break that cycle, mm -hmm. there needs to be incentive for the, some of these people to be like, hey, you know yeah. what? Let me take some time to actually work with my group or my community or my people or whatever the case might be. I think that's something that's like, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to hog up the mic here, but... I think that's just something that like you have to have a heart for. Like for example, Common, he does a lot of stuff with, for the community, right? He's been doing that pretty much since when I was in high school, elementary school. And I always see his face on like these different organizations or whatnot, but that's something he wants to do, you know? Like, but so you need to have a heart for it. You need to have a heart for like helping people, helping your own community. Yeah, definitely. So, do y'all want to contribute? Well, my question is, does this answer the first, the very first question about the black male leadership in our community? Well, I mean, like, it's, I believe it does. Um, and we've had a whole conversation just stemming from that question here. Um, it's definitely just a mixture of <clears throat> just good and bad. I mean, at the end of the day, we, I believe we still need new male leaders. We need younger leaders. We need leaders who are going to step up to the plate. Mm -hmm. We need leaders who are going to help the community. We need leaders just for these small boys and girls just to look up to, you know? But um, as I said, how do you do that? Well, I mean, to be honest with what's you... What's the incentive? I mean, for some well, people, the incentive, money. I mean, the incentive of just wanting to do it. That's part of the incentive. Just, we just, just having before, a desire to do some it. Some people just, they don't really care. Well, they don't, like, the don't, not even necessarily care. Just, they just... They have the ability, they have the capability, they're not inept, mm -hmm. but they just don't have the drive or the passion to do so. I mean, to be honest with you, you can't really change a grown person's mind, right? At the end of the day, you have to want to do this. Here's the thing with leadership. Can't Le mind either, though. The thing with leadership, not everybody's going to be a leader. Though I'm not saying it's a small minority, but not everybody's going to do it. Like, everybody can't be a leader, basically. There, there have to be followers. So, yeah, you're, you're right about that, but only certain people can do it. If I look at my own experience, when I was married, I was a leader. Uh, I was a Bible talk leader for a time. This is back when I was in church. I was a Bible talk leader for a time. I was a leader of my household for a time. Um, you know, I led us like about 12 people, 12 people, seven kids, right? All those kids are grown now, but uh, that, was a, that, was a, that was a role that I took on. After my divorce, I didn't have any leadership role anymore. I haven't done anything. You know, not really. Maybe at work, maybe. Just by my personality. But other than that, have I affected the community? No, not really. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, I went through stages, basically. I consider myself, do I still consider myself a leader? Not in the community, because I don't know where I fit in. Well, I mean, you, you can make the argument that being a church leader helps the community. You Back someone. then. Yeah. I mean, not now. even just being a leader in your everyday activities, whether how small it yeah. is, is yeah. still a form of leadership. It doesn't have to be reshifting the community. Right. It's not like you're outside, like picking, <laughs> I'm going to say picking cotton. I'm sorry. I'm picking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. And, I mean, but, even going, yeah. and even going back to the whole relationship thing, as I said, the leader thing kind of is like, eh, to me, because I am of the strong mind now that um, the man and the woman are two different individuals with their own strengths and what they bring to the table is actually gonna um, what's going to make the relationship work and what's going to make the family work. And as I said, if somebody is lacking on something, then the other person, the other person basically chimes in. So I will be the leader, leader, you say, quote, um, in quotes, in a sense that uh, if there is something that I see that needs to be done or a suggestion that would actually make, you know, our situation better or make things better, then of course I'm going to speak up and I'm going to do as my part, whatever is necessary in order to make sure that our unit is working. That's the main thing. And vice versa. If the woman has whatever knowledge or any suggestions or ideas, because that's the thing. Um, I guess that's why I keep on kind of feeling iffy about the whole leader thing, because as I said, I've, I've seen some women that, yeah, they, they got some excellent abilities across the board. And I'm like, if that's what you bring into the table, I'm not trying to ignore that. I'm, I'm not of the person to stay in your place. I'm the man. I'm supposed to do this. You don't want me. You're supposed to do that. I'm like, why? You're a human being as well. This cap- just as capable. So is your, is your question of the role? Like, you, you don't want the people to have, you don't want the man and the woman to have a role? That's And that's the thing. What are you talking about? Whatever de, whatever defined roles that you all have is whatever you all choose. I, I could answer that in, if, if, if you hear a bump in the night, who's going to okay. get up and go check it out? Now, as far as that's concerned, that's a completely different story. I mean, nine times out of ten, I'm going to be the one, unless I got some big, burly woman. It's like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, hey, babe, get that. But I'm just... <laughs> But that's that's not necessarily leadership, though. That's not necessarily that's not. leadership. That is, look, I'm, I'm the up. one that's capable. Look. I'm the bigger person. Hopefully, I got some type of martial arts skills, a gun, and something, whatever. The we just had this conversation. That won't work. <laughs> but we you just know, had this conversation off mic. I'm the capable one, but that still goes back to what I said. I'm the capable one at that time. Like, I'm, if, right, I mean, but, but do you believe in, like, let's break it down more to the biology standpoint. Like, men... You know, by nature, supposed to have more leadership, quote unquote, logical, quote unquote, energy to them when the women are more of the nurturer energy. So I'm telling you, I have met a woman who is who was damn near more logical than me at one. I was like, oh, shit. And I honestly think that I don't think that inherently women aren't logical. I'm going to be honest once again. Controversial opinion. Um, You have a lot of those. Yeah, I know that. In the West, since we have so many, we are given a lot of leeway. And because of that, there are a lot of things that we don't have to do or we're not taught or we just, we get away with. And I think as far as the women are concerned in the West, y'all are not really held to a certain type of standard. This goes back to what I said before. Like when it comes to critical thinking and when it comes to like, which I think critical thinking is supposed to be taught to everybody. But when it comes to the guys, 
since we are held to a certain standard, we are, it's, 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 it's mandatory for us to actually know how to do certain things or see certain things a certain way or think of a certain way because we're held, we're held to that standard. Now, as I said, the woman who I talked to, this is what completely had broken my whole idea about that because she was giving me suggestions and ideas. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. And then she was breaking it down in a very logical perspective, but she also said that she grew up around a lot of men. I mean, but I think touching on the Western, like the Western Hemisphere, Western side of the world, we do have, I think, I agree more with the East. Um, it's not that women don't have logic. We have intuition, which is just logic that comes from the inside. But we're, we're in this society that based everything on quote unquote fact and uh, tangible things. And so men get more credit from being quote unquote more level headed and things. And they put that stamp of, oh, when women have that intuition, that's just hysterics or emotion based and blah, blah, blah. So I can't shoot. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. That's perpetuated. Everybody holds on to that. Mm -hmm. So men think they're supposed to be a certain way. Women think they're supposed to be a certain way. And because of that, you got a consistent cycle. And which just goes back to what we talked about as far as like the whole leadership thing in the community and people mm -hmm. doing stuff in the community. Like you had this perpetual cycle that's going on. And... Like I said, I really do think that that is like a problem. And this is why I'm like, I get you with the whole role thing, but I'm looking at it from the standpoint of, and I mean, even when you say biology, who is capable? Like men, we're just naturally stronger. We can't push a kid out. Y'all can. Y'all are the nurturers. So when it comes to roles like that, I definitely understand. But when it just comes to like daily activities and decisions and choices to make your lives better, that's a completely different story. But if you think of the definition of leadership, leadership doesn't mean control. And I think, I mean, I mean, I see a lot of men that they think, oh, I'm the man, I'm the leader. No, you're control. It's like two different masculine energies out here. That but that's what I'm like saying. What on. is lead? What does leader mean? Leader, like, okay, think of your job. <laughs> Look at your job. Let me do it again. Let think me of your job, right? Please. What is No, 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 no Google definition, please. Think, think of your job but, I mean, and management you know. and supervisors and the upper leadership that's always, you know, when you are able to communicate the mission, the goal, and you can take in considerations from whoever is around you. That That's the true leadership. Like, it's not just... You do this, and I'm not going to tell you why. I'm not going to break it down. I'm not going to explain. It's just, we're doing this. That's control. It's a lot of men out of here on control, and then there's a lot of men that are on that leadership protector thing. Okay. okay. So To actually contribute <clears throat> to this uh, conversation here, there are definitely different types of leaders, right? Now, you mm -hmm. do have the leaders who want to control. Actually, again, another conversation I was having with my coworkers. You have multiple leaders. The two types that we have, at least that I've dealt with at my job, one, does it do fear? Do that control thing that you were mm -hmm. talking about? Are they still a leader? Yes, but is it efficient? Not really. Not at all. Because guess <laughs> what? If we're going to talk about a corporate standpoint, you're going to get your results barely, but you're also going to have a revolving door of people, right? Mm -hmm. But you also have another leader who leads through love, compassion, understands you. Does she still get the job done? Yes. But they lead through love. They lead through listening to you, taking your in your considerations. They actually communicate with you as if you're an adult, right? And they still get their numbers. They still get the job done. And of course, people who actually interact with her actually stay and just go strictly to her. So it's like you have like multiple types of leadership. 
And I think like the one that works best is the one where you do it through love. Do you have to be a hard ass sometime? Yeah, because at the end of the day, you need to get your numbers. Actually, no, let's bring it to a family standpoint. At the end of the day, you have to protect your family. At the end of the day, you need to provide for your family. At the end of the day, your wife, child, son, daughter, hell, maybe sometimes your aunts, grounds, whoever's living in the house is looking towards you as the head of the house to actually guide them to prosperity. Do you think the way that we were raised, now I don't know if anybody was raised quote unquote old school. I was raised, I was raised in the old school, two-parent household. Mm -hmm. My parents are still married. They're hitting on like 35 years, I think. Yeah, so. (laughs) um, um, But they had the old school parenting of do what I say, not as to do that you mentioned before. And then just that control of like, do this and not explaining it. And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I found myself struggling in my job i have a project management job which is putting me in a leadership i'm not naturally a leader like that i'm a wonderful support i know that but you know if we're all getting raised in a, a thing would do what i say not what i do that control essence now we can't we don't know how to do that with our kids and that's that's both sides like that's the masculine well, what you just mentioned there that's what i'm looking at even from a business standpoint if i got a team of people and i'm the leader mm-hmm. that's nice But if one of the people that I'm leading actually has a good suggestion Mm -hmm. or an idea, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that whole because I'm one person. Granted, I may have made it to a certain point because I have certain ideas of values and that's helped me get to the point or whatever. But if somebody else has a suggestion, it's something I may have not even thought of. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm saying from the workplace, even down to the family, that's the only point that I was making is that. When you say leader, I just, I guess, okay, I'll, I'll define it like this. I don't like it when it's used seem, um, seemingly as from a dictator standpoint. Mm-hmm. Dictator still leader. Because. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Right, but they so, so we're, through we're, fear, though. But yeah, we're still a leader. So what we're, ta- yeah. what we're talking about is good and bad. Yeah. Exactly. The, the subject that we're on a black community standards right. is not going to be official. Right, because the question was about black male leadership and how it, how good was it, basically, right? Yeah. How good is it in our community? Are we seeing it? Are we not seeing it? You know, because back, the, again, back to the version? definition. Back to the definition, the action of leading a group of people or an organization. Doesn't oh say good goodness. or bad. Doesn't say that good doesn't or bad. Give you any def- but I mean, like, we have to clarity. break that down, though, too, because that's a general <laughs> definition. That's why right. I broke it down from right. like. Maybe you need to look up lead, not leadership, because that really doesn't offer any. Mm-hmm. I mean, that may not substance. offer it. Well, it yeah. You know, it's Google that. You're leading a right? group of people. What is leading it? You know, it's it, that's just a general definition, right. right? But at the end of the day, we could break that down and just say. Yo, this is a good leader, this is a bad leader, and list those qualities, right? Mm-hmm. It's just that, again, I can only talk through my experience, and I guess this is where we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, um, is the fact that what worked out for me is leaders who lead through both love and who are understanding, but also at the same time get their job done. And the thing is, like, I think when it comes to our black leaders, like, particularly the males, we need to... Of course, I, need, I think they need to have more of an influence. You know, they may be coming up. I don't know. A lot of them are still young, right? But at the end of the day, they need to come in with, like, love. Because guess what? If you think of all of our good leaders throughout the ages, you know, from Jesse Jackson to Martin Luther King to Barack Obama, you know, one thing that they've always had was that they've 
always done it through love. They were always compassionate, but at the same time, too, that when they had to make the hard decisions, they made them, right? Yes, they did listen to their subordinates. You know, some suggestions they took in, some they didn't. It depends. So, I mean, I, that would be my last word, I guess, for the podcast. But, hey, but I guess from this point, we'll just say, hey, any last words? You want to have, like, one last thing they want to say? <laughs> Lead by example. Okay. And Everybody. lead consistently. <laughs> what about you? Want to put up another, another definition? Uh, <laughs> no, I was just no. I was looking. At you, everything you said was right. Everybody, everybody had a good point. I think we just missed the first question. I don't know that we answered the first question. That's all about specifically. We about. did. <laughs> I mean, as far as uh, black male leadership is concerned, I don't think that we actually have from the definition that you all are giving um, those many good black leaders. And the way I'm looking at leadership in that standpoint has to do with influence. Because unfortunately, those people who have influence are going to be the people that um, everyone looks at, that everybody actually gravitates to. And yeah, I don't feel that we have a ton of positive ones in our community. Mm -hmm. Going back to what I said before, I honestly feel in order to fix that issue, there has to be some incentive for the ones who are capable of doing to actually get out here and do more, to see more positive leadership. But until that happens, I really don't know what could even occur for that, you know, for anything to be fixed. And, you know, as I said, going back to the whole relationship thing. I guess once again, if I'm if I'm gonna go by guess what you all would call them, leader, uh, whatever. As I said, as long as it's not from a dictator uh, dictatorship standpoint, that's all. <laughs> it's like you do as I say, you listen to me. I'm the head of the household. All that. I'm like, no, because that's to me that's not a good recipe. And I mean, you got some situations in which there are some women who actually want to be in that position. They like, I don't want to do anything. You just tell me what to do. And I mean, I'm like, if that's who you are, that's who you are. Do I feel as good as far as raising a family? No. But, I mean, it is what it is. So, all right, we're just going to leave it off at that. Right. So, <laughs> I just want to thank everybody for coming. Of course, everybody for listening, clicking on our little podcast. And, you know, if you like just hearing our voices, if you want more opinions or any fun relationship memes, definitely follow us on Press. At perspectives discussions on all social media platforms twitter instagram facebook um we definitely have a geek podcast where we do a lot of reviews just f- recently finished up some uh some death battles uh in regards to mecca so definitely hit up the night ship bandits podcast anywhere where you can find your podcast and of course we have a twitches on there as well at the night ship bandits if you want to donate have a patreon and of course we have a gofundme which help fund both podcasts so feel free Donate to us. Links in the description. Definitely hit us up. Check us out. So, I just want to thank all my guests for coming. And again, thank y'all for listening. And hey, you guys have a good night, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Check it later. Bye. And y'all can say bye too. Bye! <laughs> bye. <laughs>